Welcome to our podcast, We Got the Nod. A new and bold internet radio show designed for those who are on a conscious path of awakening. We are here to uplift and inspire you, to share practical tools and techniques to assist you stepping into your highest expression as spirit having a human experience. We will get raw and real, sharing kundalini yoga, music, poetry, and mantra, and so much more. Let us open our hearts and minds to our true potential, making the impossible possible, the surreal real. Let's begin. Satnam. This is Hari Ram coming to you from beautiful Lago Atitlan, Guatemala. Today I would like to speak to the subject of authority and sensitivity, the yin and yang of, of leadership facilitation. We have been blessed here School of Nod for the last year to develop a unique facilitator training program focused to some extent on sound, to a large extent actually, as the voice is central to our training. The voice, the human voice is sound moving through the body, this body temple. It is at its purest, in its purest sense, the voice is our essence expressed, our soul conveyed through sound, through vibration. We feel as leaders, as facilitators, we need to hone that awareness that every word is sacred, that we can express the purest essence of who we are, our soul, in every word we speak. And one of the themes that comes up in our trainings is the yin and yang of leadership, of being a facilitator of any kind, They're teaching yoga classes, leading sound bath ceremonies, what have you. A balance is required, a balance of authority, which can convey confidence, courage, wisdom, true wisdom. And wisdom, of course, is balanced. All of these must be balanced, in our view, with the, the yin aspect, the feminine aspect of leadership facilitation, which is 
sensitivity, receptivity, the ability to listen, to truly listen to our students and our clients in our communities. Thus, a facilitator, in our view, is lacking. They're out of balance if one of those aspects is over-dominant or weak. <laughs> and we can see, because of the yang aspect of authority, power, the tendency to overpower the yin aspect, sensitivity, vulnerability, is very possible with both men and women. And at the same time, we see this today, if a teacher, a facilitator, is too much leaning on that vulnerable feminine side, again, man or woman, this can also take from their authority. The authority that, that inspires others. The authority that is like a magnet. As we know, magnets can attract and repel. Not everyone is going to be attracted to your magnetism, and that's fine. Remember, never to take anything personally, literally, nor seriously. We need to master the Toltec agreements to be effective facilitators. And those who feel attracted to our magnetism, our wisdom, wisdom again being a balance of the feminine and masculine aspects, then they will also feel safe when we, when we can express that feminine, receptive, vulnerable side, vulnerability, meaning that we can share something of ourselves in balance. Again, not to go too far with our own story, because these people primarily are coming for their story line for their narrative, to look at it and, and transform at the soul level. As, as Nad yogis, we, we are all about sound current, vibration, and story. The oldest form of storytelling is the oral tradition. And it will always be this way. Yes, in writing, stories are beautiful and, and popular. People like to read the printed word, now more and more in digital form. <laughs> However, the, the human voice for conveying emotion, mm, those nuances of, of character, will forever be the most vital and significant form of storytelling, whether in recorded songs, ballads, of course live presentations in front of an audience, and film and television, um, new media, 
It's fascinating watching this transition from the into the digital age, from the analog age, when uh, self-production, i.e. video, uh, homemade videos, it was much more difficult, not impossible, before the onset of digital media, high-tech. Now everybody has a camera <laughs> in their smartphone, their tablets, and can thus broadcast themselves throughout the world at a very small price, really, because we need that some type of gadget <laughs> and we need electricity and Wi-Fi. <laughs> and we're all producers of our own reality show, if you will. Many of us started out with Facebook doing this, especially once they introduced the, the live option. Mm -hmm. And for entrepreneurs, many of whom we are training in our facilitator training, people who, who have chosen to be their own boss, develop their own business in the healing arts. These are all very important uh, channels in terms of reaching our audience. Social media, for example, is a big one. Um, digital media, you being familiar and comfortable with all of this technology that we can use it in an effective way. And more than our appearance, of course the appearance is important, especially how we hold ourselves, our every gesture. Coming back to that first Toltec agreement, be impeccable as I embellished it, be impeccable with every word, thought and action. So yes, the word is key, the sound current is key. People feel it, they know it on some level, consciously or unconsciously. They feel the truth and the wisdom in our voice, in our vibration. And visually, it also shows in our presentation, our gestures, our body posture. So it's easy then, knowing those two things, being able to hear the sound current in a person's voice as well as reading their body language, their gestures, uh, facial expression. It's easy to know almost instantly if that person is of integrity, impeccability. And a leader must be, an effective leader, a successful facilitator, in our view, must come from this place of integrity, especially in the healing arts. For we are opening our doors to our studios, our healing space, our ceremonies, for people to come of all ages and backgrounds, often, and requiring them to open their heart their soul to us, with us as their witness in order to experience healing 
soul retrieval, to use the shamanic term. We, we employ psychodrama along with uh, sound healing, nad yoga, in our practice. And for psychodrama to be effective, and it can be extremely effective, um, the, the client, the patient, or clients, so we can do this in a group setting or with couples, very effective, they must bring a sense of innocence, trust, humility, spontaneity. And thus the facilitator has to be coming from that balanced place of authority and sensitivity. So that we can mirror their vulnerability on the one hand, and on the other hand, hold space, provide them with the comfort and, and trust that, that they can be held, that they can go through this sometimes, often even, uh, arduous process, the healing process. It, it can be scary at times. Certainly, all kinds of emotions will arise. And then again, as a facilitator, knowing how to respond moment to moment as our clients are going through this processing deep pain, trauma, that we can hold space. Again, not being too yin nor too yang, being, being centered, balanced with both aspects. Knowing when intervention is required and when to be silent and still let, allow their process. And then we can, we can think of a good exercise along these lines is to imagine, or even writing it down, imagine, say, three of the most influential facilitators slash leaders in your life, the ones who really left some impression upon you, inspired, even transformed you in some way. And I will bet that all of them, to some degree, exhibit these traits that I've been speaking of. The yang aspect, divine masculine, authority, confidence, courage, clear, direct language, balanced with the yin aspect, receptive, generous heart. We will continue with more, um, with more podcasts related to the sound facilitator training. As uh, as we go, every time we have a new group, we work with private clients as well with this program. It's a ten module program, both here in person in Guatemala and now online as well. So our, our reach now is expanding throughout the globe with the miracle of technology. And it's, it's a very interesting contrast, the two processes, in-person versus the long-distance virtual training with live calls 
We invite your, your questions, inquiries, here at the School of Nod. We're here to serve. It is our highest wish and blessing to see our graduates rise and shine in their chosen path, profession, to walk in that middle path with confidence and courage, stamina, wisdom, balanced with sensitivity, receptivity, intuition, empathy, Satnam, WGTN, Guatemala. Here at the School of Nod, we are pleased to announce the opening of the Sound Temple in beautiful San Marcos, La Laguna, Lake Atitlan, Guatemala. The Sound Temple is a unique geodesic dome and community space dedicated in devotion to the exploration of the universal sound current, Nod sound healing, and sacred music. If you should decide to visit the majestic Lake Atitlan, we would love to meet you in person and cordially welcome you to attend one or more of our weekly sound baths, kirtan, meditations, tantra play shops, and more. And we are delighted to announce that we now offer sound facilitator trainings and certifications here at the Sound Temple. And soon we'll be offering the same training online for a growing global community of Nod yogis. To learn more, please go to www.schoolofnod.com or look for the School of Nod on social media and YouTube. You may also find the Sound Temple San Marcos on Facebook and Instagram at Sound Temple San Marcos. Now, back to the podcast. WGTN Guatemala. When we look at the essential traits of a skilled leader, skilled facilitator, that is authority, confidence, assuredness on one hand, the masculine aspect. With the other hand, grace, gentleness, receptivity, sacred feminine, having those two, again, in perfect harmony, the inner marriage, if you will, for us, gives great presence, radiance to that facilitator, to that leader. I would be remiss if I were not to look at the divine union as it's represented in a partnership between a man and a woman. This sacred union, marriage, if you will, has been depicted throughout time in all cultures, mythologies, the king and the queen come to mind first and foremost. And then there's the high priest, the high priestess, giving more emphasis to the spiritual aspect of their partnership and their purpose together. 
as leaders. However, those two cross over, the regal and the spiritual. Church and state have not always been separate. For sure, we know this. A true leader, again, has to walk and talk in balance. Having that subtle awareness of the, the infinite, the unseen. At the same time, being practical, you know, assertive, making the right decisions at the right time. And this, for us, at Kirtan and I, is the beauty of the sacred partnership and why we tend to call in couples who are looking for this same type of path together. A committed relationship is a big part of it. There's another level, which is to create completely, well, not completely, but um, their main <clears throat> vocation, their main business entrepreneurship is together, co-creating a livelihood for themselves and, and possibly potentially for their, their family and, and growing the business over time. They are at the center and, and thus, you know, in traditional relationships, the, the man in this partnership, the king figure, Shiva, is the one who is more, has more task with those masculine traits that we've mentioned already. <clears throat> the woman, the queen, may have the more feminine traits, but this is not always the case, of course. We've seen it throughout history. It's often the reverse. The queen, the high priestess, is the, how can we say, <laughs> the authority in that relationship, or at least equal with the king, the high priest. And so this is part of our work that we've done with couples. We love working with couples. The School of Nod. This is how we introduced our online uh, coaching, mentoring, was uh, to help individuals attract their ideal soulmate, and we had tremendous success. And then the second stage was to invite couples to work with us uh, long distance. So the facilitator training, the sound facilitator training, is, is the third stage, in a sense. It is our peak, uh, at least for now. This is our life work. And we, we love working with couples, partially because we're, we're working with sound tools, a lot of the same principles and practices that we employ in our sound facilitator training. And how joyous, I cannot begin to put into words, because I was a lone wolf for the better part of my adult life before meeting Sapkirtankar. And so I had to balance those, all those responsibilities in my own vocation as, as a healer, as a therapist, counselor, yoga instructor. I didn't have a partner to balance. And I always felt that that was the ideal, even though I, I wasn't sure at times if I would ever meet her. I, I did. And I feel that Sakirtan compliments me beautifully. And I, I think I compl compliment her quite well as well. So uh, it's, it's joyous because then there's not so much effort 
people in in a sacred partnership like this just know their role for the most part. And whenever there's any confusion or say mi minor conflicts come up, they can deal with it. They can address that, nip it in the bud, because they they have cultivated such a intimate communication. Well, for us, it's all about you know leading by example, to mirror this for other couples, project our union and how we serve one another and the, the greater whole, the, the third entity, if you will, which is our, our business that we've co-created. We feel that this is, has to be part of the future, of the awakening, coming back, coming full circle to that time of innocence where marriage was sacred, giving birth to a child was sacred. There was no talk of abortion, or rarely. More resonance, more reverence for the divine, the unseen. And thus, the archetypal couples that we think about, certainly myself, Sykirchen, are the, the royalty. Lancelot and Guinevere, for example, King Arthur, famous uh, spiritual couples, Yeshua and Magdalene, come to mind, of course, Saint Germain, Lady Portia. Sometimes we don't, we don't hear so much about the, the consort. We, we all know, many of us know the name Saint Germain, but we don't always know who is his beloved, his sacred partner. And of course that's sacred feminine right there. She has no need to be in the limelight, to be projecting. She's happy supporting in that sacred feminine role. This is not to say that all women only play that role in the sacred partnership. No, it could be exactly opposite. If she is more uh, yang, assertive, and, and, and he, her, her partner, her king, is more you know, introverted, more feminine. So we have aspects of both. So it's interesting, right? Because we say someone who's balanced, we want to ideally attract a partner who is also balanced within, who's attained that inner marriage. And if if one, if the man, let's say, if he is leaning slightly, to some degree, on the feminine side in his mannerisms, his behavior, it might be perfect for him to find a partner, soulmate, who is leaning the other direction, more focus on her masculine self. Balance then, is, is the key. Yeah? Whether we are speaking of the individual leader, facilitator, working alone, balance within the inner marriage. And in our case, as a part of a couple in the sacred partnership, balance again is key. 
both. We want to cultivate and maintain balance within to the best of our abilities so that we can also maintain a beautiful harmony, a balance between the two of us. So I hope that's, I hope that's helpful in bringing a little more breadth and width to this subject, because there's much more we could say. I'm going to leave it there for now. Thank you for listening. Satnam. We thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe so as not to miss a single episode. We depend on you, our listeners, to build and expand our audience, to share the nod. So, if you like what you hear, please do not hesitate to share with your friends, family, and community. Satnam.